This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. The third and final hour of the show this uh, Friday uh, morning. Now, I want to get to this. Uh, thousands uh, of Gauteng job seekers will receive their appointment letters uh, tomorrow at the Rema Bible Church in Randburg uh, here in Johannesburg. Gauteng Premier Payaza Sufi announced that the successful job seekers will receive their employment letters. Uh, this is part of the Nasi Spani Initiative, part of the provincial government's project to fight against unemployment in the province. And this comes after the Premier handed over 5,000 employment offers to job applicants in July at the Orlando Stadium in Soweto. Let's get to that then. Uh, here uh, joining us is the Premier spokesperson, Cesar Pamela. Good morning and thank, for, thank you for joining us. Uh, morning to you and morning to the listeners. All right, let's talk about uh, what will be happening now in terms of uh, this uh, um, handing out of the appointment letters. What exactly um, is contained in the appointment letter? Does it tell the candidate, the successful candidates, what position they're going to be placed in, and, and that sort of thing? Just to tell us how this works. Yes, indeed. Um, what will happen is that uh, the successful candidates have received SMSs uh, inviting them to come to Rema Bible Church in Randberg. And uh, many of them will receive letters there confirming uh, their appointment uh, in their positions. Uh, but some of them will receive these letters uh, also reminding them that a vetting process uh, will be conducted, which mm-hmm. means they are confirmed to say they've, suc- they've been successful uh, in, 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 in uh, receiving a job. But that a vetting process will still be uh, conducted to make sure that uh, they don't have any uh, criminal records, mm-hmm. uh, which means uh, many of them will be receiving a letter that confirms that now they've uh, received mm-hmm. a job and where they will be located within the Houghton province to perform their responsibilities. Give us a profile of the successful candidates. Who are the pro- candidates that have emerged? Because one thing we do know is that uh, there are way more applications than there are positions available. Well, firstly, if you go back to the July uh, adverts, the 8,000 July adverts that were uh, put out there, that process is uh, ongoing in terms of shortlisting and appointments. Uh, mm. it's, 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 a, it's a very long process because, as Premier pointed out, uh, out of those 8,000 positions, uh, plus or minus 1.4 people, uh, 1.4 million people applied. Mm. So it's a very convoluted process. But this program that uh, is taking place uh, in Randburg is, is a, another uh, part of the NASISPAN program. Where, for example, we're talking about uh, civic education ambassadors. There's 250 of them. Mm-hmm. They were recruited uh, outside of, the, of that process uh, uh, that was uh, conducted in July. Okay. Uh, these civic uh, education ambassadors uh, will be uh, given the, their letters of appointment. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, and there's 2,248 uh, ECT practitioners and there will be 517 building inspectors and 2,166 crime prevention wardens uh, who have completed some of their training will also mm. be uh, receiving their 
uh, appointment letters. And uh, what is the nature of their engagement? Are these uh, are they taking on as permanent staff members, or the, is this uh, contract based? Well, in some situations, for example, like the crime prevention wardens, these are permanent appointments. Mm. Uh, but with others, it's temporary uh, contract work. Uh, for example, if you talk about um, the people who work within the education sector, uh, in that sector, you know that there's already a program, the Presidential mm. Employment uh, Initiative, uh, where uh, there's an absorption of uh, temporary uh, work. Well, well, Workers yeah. uh, in, in 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 July, some of those workers received extensions from the Gauteng province. Uh, when their contracts were, were lapsing, the province was able to extend. So, uh, in the majority of them are permanent jobs, but yeah. uh, some of the programs that they are employed to to conduct in nature they 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 are temporary, which means that they can only be absorbed on a temporary basis based yeah. on them uh, finishing off on the program that uh, they, they are meant to implement. And so then, just in terms of the tally, just to be sure I understand, I mean, the the, the Premier spoke of like 6,000, for example, of the uh, crime wardens. Now, you've mentioned, I think you said 2,156 that will receive their certificates. Um, what, what does that take our tally to? Where are we in terms of numbers? Well, remember uh, that the 6,000 crime prevention wardens, um, uh, were, the rec- were, were the wardens that were recruited or will be recruited in this financial year. So the number okay. is still 6,000. Okay. So what is happening is that uh, they first go for training. Mm-hmm. And once they finalize training, because uh, not all of them, for example, are going to succeed, which means mm. some of them are going to either fall through the cracks, yeah. some they resign, some uh, we discover later that maybe through the vetting process, they cannot continue to be appointed. Okay. So these uh, are the numbers uh, so far that have finalized uh, part of their training. Now they are ready to be appointed. Uh, others are still going through that process. So the number has not shifted from the 6,000. Okay. Uh, but it's a, it's a, they are being trained in groups. So okay. there are groups that uh, finalize the kind of uh, the part of training mm. and then uh, go through all of the vetting process. Once mm. they complete all of that, then they are uh, permanently employed and fully employed. How many are in the field already of the wardens? I'm just using the wardens as an example since they are the most visible to us as members of the public. Well, look, the the majority of the wardens are uh, on the field in a sense that uh, many of them, including the training that we're talking about, they perform it on the streets. It's not just a question of them uh, sitting uh, in colleges doing all the theoretical work. Mm. Uh, The kind of training that they are receiving uh, necessitates that they uh, uh, form part of the operations. They work with SAPS uh, under the supervision of SAPS to continue with their training but uh, uh, still being students, not necessarily being uh, fully uh, uh, employed as uh, crime wardens. Mm. The issues around the validity or legality of the training, was that, has that been resolved and dealt with in terms of uh, uh, the, um, who actually is conducting the training and, and so on? Well, there was never really an issue with regards to the issue of the training of wardens. Wardens are being trained uh, by uh, Toronto Metropolitan Police and Johannesburg Metropolitan Police. Mm. So they are uh, receiving the same uh, training that uh, uh, given to Metropolis uh, officers of Gauteng. So um, now, as to who are the instructors uh, from those Metropolis, 
uh, really the Southern province is not responsible mm. because if people want to question the training that the wardens have received, then they, they need to expand that by saying that all of the law enforcement agencies that have not been trained by SAPS in this province, it means that they are ill-qualified to mm. be on the street. So it's really a, a, an issue that was dragged in by people who, who, who were pursuing other uh, things. Mm. There the, the, the are complaints that are currently being addressed. But right. uh, people then went on to track the issue of training. There was never an issue with training mm. because... So as far as you're concerned, the wardens have the same qualifications and qualities as JMPD officers? Yes, the, 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 the training that they are receiving. Remember, though, that the wardens, in terms of the training that uh, they, they, they are receiving, they are not necessarily going to be only focused in one particular uh, uh, area. For example, some of them are going to be uh, specializing in land invasion. It means their kind of training will then be more expansive when it comes to issue of how do you deal with issues of land invasion. Some of them are going to be uh, separated and will focus specifically on fighting Zamazama and uh, protecting the infrastructure like cables and what have you. So okay. the training of what is actually is not just one training that cuts across because there's no one size fits all. They all receive uh, the same type of theoretical training. They all have a sense of how to take statements. They all have a sense of how to uh, operate in communities. But then after that, they are separated into units. Mm. And for them to be appointed in, in those specialized units, it means that their training has to be ongoing when now they receive a specialized training that speaks okay. uh, to, to what they do. For an example, some of them will be a reactionary units that need, that need, that need uh, training in terms of use of weapons, uh, specialized driving, okay. and, and everything that they will need for them to perform their resp- uh, respective tasks. All right, we'll leave it there. Cesar Pamela, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Let's uh, speak the spokesperson for the Premier of Gauteng. All right, we'll, we'll get more on this and talk. Uh, I'd love to talk, uh, as I said, to people who have already gone through their training, who are already out on the field. So it's, I was always, uh, I always assume that the marshals or the wardens, uh, crime prevention wardens that are out there are people who have already gone through training. But it turns out that actually there are some of them who are actually still undergoing training while they're in the field, which uh, raises a little bit of an eyebrow. But I want to, I think we may Maybe it's necessary to get an, a better understanding. And also, of the other, for example, education ambassadors, what is it that an education ambassador is going to be doing um, and the other positions, just to get a, get a better sense of uh, people who have uh, benefited from the scheme and, yeah, what it is that they're doing out in the field. 20 minutes after 8. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.